the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. Because <laughs> they raping everybody out here. Should, now, a, should a Jewish I baker think, be required to bake a I Nazi wedding Muslim cake? Millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, how about that? It feels kind of like we're up the creek. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry. I'm the boss. That's how about right. that? And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Well, I'm not a crook. If we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Had your kids, had your wife. Whole binders full of uh, uh, women. You just gotta keep on paddling. You know, I got talking blood, man. Streaming stuff going on, on, the, on the, the internet. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. <laughs> Welcome to Up the Creek. Is it working? Yeah. Forever. Well, can, can you hear me? So I get Wi-Fi in here, but I go to actually connect it and then decides, ah, you don't have good enough Wi-Fi. I'm going to disconnect. So I, I just hotspotted my phone to it. And now oh, it's working fine. Fair enough. So what's up? Oh, not a whole lot. Just got done building a garden. How'd that go? Uh, pretty good. I'm not done quite yet. I've got to... Um, well, obviously bring dirt in and everything, but it all chicken wired off and everything. Not yet. I got all the structure built. <clears throat> then I'm going to do chicken wire around, you know, the, I guess what I sent you guys earlier. And then I'll do like a, I found a net on a net on Amazon that'll, uh, keep birds from coming in. You know, it was like 10 by 10 and I built the thing. It was right. 10 by 10. So no, it should work out pretty well. Hopefully. We'll see. I got it hooked to my sprinkler system too, so idea is to run drip hoses through it, and then I don't have to do anything. Yeah, I mean, maybe go a little weed in here and there, but as far as maintenance, it's I'm trying to make it as maintenance free as possible because I don't really like gardening. Is you know, like I want, I'm yeah. doing, I'm doing the garden thing for, you know, like <clears throat> to have the food, I guess, but kind of more of like, I guess maybe prepper, you could say, you know. I don't know. Not really. Yeah, that's what I try to do. I went to, uh, so there's a bunch of elderberries in there, and they're all coming back. Uh-huh. Some of the uh, currants are coming back. Most of the currants didn't make it, but there's two or three of them out there that are coming back looking good. So I wanted to plant uh, some native fruit stuff in the hopes that it would be a little less care intense. And I want to, I didn't really get a chance to add more to it this spring because you order that stuff through the, forestry service but I'll, I'll probably right. do more of that the elderberries coming up like flipping crazy though really elderberries kind of suck raw but uh you know you can add sugar to them and they're good and then they're mm -hmm. supposed to be super good for you too so yeah i see those elderberry extract and stuff i've actually had uh, you can buy it from walgreens and it's i forget what it's called it's a gummy it's but it's elderberry and uh i usually when i get a cold yeah i'll go buy it and i I don't know. It seems to work. I'm trying to get this damn thing adjusted. So I got this little, you know, the studio, the closet, I guess would be the bedroom of the, uh, right of the, you know, but I turned it into, I guess this is where I keep the computer and all the, uh, the board and everything's inside here. So anyway, <clears throat> I made it into a, like when we do zooms, I'll just make this the zoom studio also. So I'm trying to get it set up anyway. Um, yeah, the, we're going to plant some, like probably along the back of our uh, yard, by uh, some fruit trees. We'll probably do a plum, peach. I got a, I got a crab apple tree I bought for the front, not to 
necessarily eat them just because they look nice when they flower, but you can eat them. They're just kind of tart. But uh, probably maybe an apple tree for the back, like plant line with three or four trees along the back of the property. So that right. keep, keeps the backyard still open because I don't have, you know, a homestead like you do. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that's the idea. I got three apple trees and a pear tree. Uh, peach and the cherry tree didn't do too well. I need to get two more pear trees. Yeah. They're still little. I mean, I got their sand plums all over the place, too. Yeah. But sand plums are good, though. They seem to do well around yeah. here. So, I'm just wanting to get a, uh, a wine making kit. That's not a bad idea. You know, I've done the beer thing before and it's it's pretty good, but wine would be cool. I mean, it doesn't seem like I've watched some videos. It doesn't seem like it's too hard either. You just need a big, like, no, pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. A big glass. I don't know what you call it, like a big giant bottle or whatever you would call it for wine. But I was watching uh, How to Make Mead, and, I mean, really, it's not that hard. And I was like, damn, you just need the, the equipment yeah. and the honey, you know, water and yeast. And right. You got it. You can make some mead. Oh, man, I want to try it. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool to get some bees. There's a few people around here by me that, that yeah. have bees out in their <clears throat> backyard that I see. Stepdad had them growing up, and it's a... Uh, it's cool, man. Raw honey is so good. It is like, like yeah. just to take the comb and eat it, like, you know, just kind of suck on it or whatever. Oh, man. Like, and we, I forget how many he had, but we had, it all started because, you know, he's a junk collector and he does, it just has about everything yeah. you can think of. But he, we went to an auction and uh, some guy had bees and like had all the little um, hives, you know, little uh, wooden ones, Ton, right. tons of these things. I'm talking like hundreds. He just bought them all. And then we set up like three or four. And uh, they stacked them up, you know, because, I don't know, you can, they're like, I guess for the listeners, I don't know if, you ever, if you've never seen like a, a hive that's not like in the wild, then it's like a like a square box. I don't know, it's probably like a foot and a half by a foot and a half, and it's, I don't know, probably not quite a foot tall, 10 inches maybe. Anyways, you can stack them on top of each other, or you can just make them in single layers, and like inside it is little sleeves of like the little wire racks that the um, bees will build their honeycomb onto. And anyway, yeah. he had like three or four stacked up, like, and, and then another one where there's a few stacked up and it was good. But the problem with bees is they sometimes will swarm. So they just, the hive just goes and they just abandon yeah. for whatever reason. And that happened to him twice. So after that, he was like, I'm just done with the damn things. But yeah, when we had them, they were, it was very good. The honey was great. There was also one thing he set up in his garage and it was a, he built like a, it's like a hive, like with a glass, so you could like see the bees making their, you know, uh, hive, whatever. Yeah. And like, it was kind of cool. Like, it was the, like there's a little tube from the outside, and so the bees would like fly in through this little tube. And then inside the garage was like the hive, but it was all some glass thing he made. It was kind of cool to watch him. Nice. You know, my stepdad, he's done just about everything you can think of. So I've been wanting to get a, a hand pump. We have a second well. Mm hmm. The, it's just the casing. There's not a pump or anything in it, and but man, those like an actual like deep well hand pump. Yeah, it's kind of an expensive setup, man. Like just the hand pump itself, like for a good one that can you know pull water from a reasonable depth is a couple thousand bucks at least. Really, you know. And then there's you know yeah whatever the rod and piston yeah. stuff that actually goes down into the well. Like which the, the you know old that part school, of it's like... not too bad, but yeah, the actual like well, so like there's pitcher pumps that can pull water from like. 20 or 30 feet and you oh. can get those for a couple hundred bucks all day long and, okay. you know there's a knockoff amazon ones for even less than that to get something that can pull water from like 
50 plus feet, you know, let alone a couple hundred feet, if that's what you're doing, which, yeah. you know, the water table here is not that deep, but yeah, those, those suckers get expensive really? real quick. I didn't realize that. How, how deep, a, how deep sure well? There's cheaper. So that's a good question. I want to say the main well at my house that we do use is 80. Holy shit. Close to 80. Wow. But but there's water at like, I mean, that's the actual like, you know, depth of the whole pipe. Sure. I think, I think it hits water uh, between 20 and 30 feet. It hits water. Okay. I got right? you. Because it's all, it's all about the, the recovery rate. Right. right? Like, yeah, it makes know, sense. How, yeah. how much pump you can have in there and all that stuff. Sure. Uh, yeah, the I second guess. well is pretty much the same, but we have we have our one welt for our sprinkler system, and I think it's forty three feet. Which yeah. I'm sure when they do a sprinkler system, they're not drilling; they hit the water, and they probably call it good. You know, go a couple feet in. Sure. And it's not going to because if that yeah, if the table they, gets they know low, what they're doing. Like if if the water table where you're at, you know, it's all about like that recovery rate. You know, sure, how deep they have to go to get it. Not in my house is super old so I mean, maybe they just punched a hole in it they, they just, just kept on going the down there yeah maybe yes that's really deep but that'd be cool i mean it'd be nice to have you know like we're talking about this kind of stuff and i i'll be on the, you know the, the toilet i usually flip through instagram that's my time when i do instagram and i'll yeah. see I, I see these and i've sent them to you guys in our little group chat before but it's like you know acres in montana or acres in new mexico and stuff it's like man i kind of like that life of like the homesteading and just having everything like yeah. a garden and like you, you know, you're talking about a well and like, I, there was one I saw the other day, these people like, here's how much meat we, cause they homestead and like, here's how much we, uh, meat we've you know collected in the last year. And it was like a couple deer, right. a couple deer, a, a full beef, uh, two pigs, 32 chickens and all the eggs. And I'm like, man, like, and then they obviously a big garden and stuff. And it's like, I mean, I could kind of get down in that life. I mean, I grew up like that anyway, so it's like, yeah. I guess going back to my roots, I guess you could say. I mean, that's not so bad, especially the the way the world is, you know, seems like everything's going to collapse here. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, it's funny to hear you say uh, back to roots, because, you know, I mean, we're not like super old, but it's almost like the midlife crisis thing, right? A little Everybody's bit. He's knocking on the door of 40 and it's like, Oh yeah. Who am I really? Right. You know? It is. It's interesting. And, uh, wife's on board for that too. It's, which is funny. Cause she didn't, I guess she grew up much different than I did. You know, she was not a yeah. I mean, small town girl, not a, but not a country. I mean, I, I lived in the country my whole life, except Just for, a small town girl. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I don't uh, Living in a lonely, lonely world. Let yeah. me get grabs a guitar. Song, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, but she's like, we were talking earlier. And that's a journey. That's a journey song. Right? It is. It's journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, she was like, we're, we're upstairs a little bit ago, just talking. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna reach out to my stepdad because I'm doing this garden. So I'm gonna uh, mm-hmm. see if I can get a lot of my mom's old canning stuff. That way, because I want to, you know, make some salsa, spaghetti sauce, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And it'd be nice if mm-hmm. I have to, to go buy the can. I, I can go buy the canning stuff, but he doesn't use it anymore. I'm like, why not? So anyway, we're talking about that. Oh, and, yeah. It'd be, it's cool to have, too. Yeah. So tell your son, hey, this is yeah. grandma, you know? yeah. And I forget exactly what she said, but it was like, it's something along the lines of like, you know, homesteading and it was like making butter or cheese or something. I don't remember. And then she was like, 
hold on, maybe I'm not ready for that. And I was like, you're like that close to being ready to homestead. And she's like, I know. I don't know. And it's just kind of funny because not, not the girl I would ever expect to be like ready to just be like, fuck it. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, the world's becoming so crazy. It's like, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of envy those people. And I don't know how some of them, you know, they, they got their little social media account and they, they're making money doing that. And maybe that is what they do. And they just literally homestead and they record their shit. And people, sure. people like me find it interesting. Or they could just be fake, but I, I don't know. But it's like, man, I, that life, like, it, and it's not a simple life, but a lot of people, I guess, that probably come from the city. And I think actually. Well, uh, you know, there's a, a guy, uh, Owen Benjamin, mm-hmm. stand up comedian. He's, you know, been banned off everything and made the podcast rounds. And yeah. he always goes on about that because he was like one of the first comedians to get canceled back when that was like a big thing. Sure. And, uh, you know, he went full homestead route. You know, he's got like his own animals, he grows his own food you know, homeschools and the whole shebang. And yeah, he's a little out there for sure, but um, he definitely figured it out. And one thing he always, he mentions um, when I hear him, he mentions it a lot is if you can find like, you know, 10 good people around you that that do different things and you get along then you're set and nothing else matters. Like it doesn't matter what happens politically or economically or whatever, because Mm -hmm. you have access to people capital. Right can do all the things so you don't need all this other stuff and it becomes a lot more irrelevant and that really is kind of a root of uh you know everybody wants to go back to kind of a golden age of america and that's it's really what that was right and every, everything was a little bit more barter agriculture based in some extent you know especially in kind of small town america that's you know, a, yeah it's just a, being that's, mess and post offices is what it is now but. sure that smaller economy that I think mm-hmm. there's there's a I think there there's a big calling for that I think you know as far as yeah, like and, how and things so are Yeah so I I actually um that's why I have got goats because I was curious about the making cheese right like how do people figure that out like someday so I was like hey, it can't be that hard I haven't done it yet um I mean I don't, I don't even know that I will but I was looking uh, into it earlier actually I was looking up yeah. uh, cheese vats, and uh, I think these are probably commercial ones, but, like, man, you're talking, like, $30,000, and I was like, fuck that, I'll go to the store. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, not making that much cheese. Yeah, I was like, like oh. yeah, I got a goat, I'll get it pregnant, and milk yeah. the goat, and sure. you know, make a small amount of cheese, and yeah, right, right. Just, just to do it, and then if, you know, that turns into something you enjoy, then you, know, you can always expand from there. Right, it'd be cool, cool to experience it once, at least give it a shot, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, you know, like having a, a group of, you know, just a handful of people around you. I think ideally, you know, like find a, a chunk of land. You're talking like, you know, maybe a couple hundred acres even, or, you know, a hundred acres. I don't know, something like that. And you could get like, you know, your yeah. close friends, close family to all just go there. And everybody just has their own little piece, you know, far enough away to where you get your privacy and stuff. But like, you know, if you need anything, everybody helps each other out. And basically you make your own little community. And I think that's kind of the way to do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could even like have it, you know, somebody, you know, homeschools the kids. And I think that I know there's a lot of people that are, I think, reaching out, like kind of going that route because this world, I mean, who knows what is going to happen, you know, in the next 50 years or even less things. I don't know. I've been reading this book. Well, Seth was talking about it, our buddy. And uh, it's that uh, creature of Jekyll Island, I guess, we're listening to it, not reading it. Man, things are really fucked yeah. up. And like, it's, I don't know, it's to like, it's, so it's, I guess for the listeners, it's about the Federal Reserve and how it got started. And man, it's like the, the guy's, the author or the guy's reading it, he d- does a good job. And I'm, I'm just started it, so I'm not very far mm-hmm. into it. But 
just kind of like how it got going and stuff. And he talks about banking and like this system is barely, even back then was barely hanging on by a thread. And it was, it was designed like the smallest failure and it all comes crashing down. They were just banking on that. It would never fail, which is nuts. And if that, if the banking system actually fails, I'm not talking like 2008 failure, you know, like a true failure back in like the uh, great depression days, you know, where there was a run on banks and Wall Street collapsed and everything right. just went to shit. You know, it'd be really cool to have a community of, you know, 10 people or so, like you just said. It doesn't matter at that point. Like, okay, we're, we're self-sufficient. We don't need to worry about, you know, what goes on out there. I mean. Right. Because, you know, think about it. Community of, you know, your closest friends and family. Like, I don't even need a, I don't need a cell phone at that point. You know, even like technology, like. TV, right. uh, TV and stuff, movies, uh, whatever, but, like, but not necessary, right? Like, because who do I talk to during the day? My closest friends and family, and yeah, I get on the internet and stuff like that. But I mean, if I ever had to do without the internet, whatever. We, we, I guess, we're lucky enough to grow up without the internet. Yeah. The so, last analog generation, right? Right. So I mean, it's not, you know, I, it's one of them things. Like, so I talk to people, like, like an example, like I guess for like a kid that never grew up without, sorry, that grew up like not know what or sorry always had the internet or whatever it'd be kind of a struggle it's kind of like you know i, I grew up poor like if i was poor again I, I know how to survive i guess you know so not have the internet and survive without the internet a lot of people struggle with it but i don't think our generation would i think we'd be okay yeah i think so i, I think a lot of people are i think there's a lot of people that are more resilient i think than they get credit for i mean there's a lot of people that are just gonna be screwed mm-hmm but, uh, I, you know, humans, uh, <clears throat> we have the same brain we've always had, right? You know, the caveman sure. that figured it out and didn't die is still the same people that are around today. We just have different stuff around us, you know, and, and sure. some people, you know, I, I think even in kind of the, uh, the manosphere, you know, of kind of the masculinity talk stuff, <laughs> I, I just think in our age group and I, and again, probably goes maybe the middle age thing, you know, you get out of your twenties and just kind of what really matters. Right. And then what mm-hmm. things are really important, even if they're not things that you have to do every day or that they're always expressed, but yeah, there's definitely a hunger for that kind of value system or that kind of, what would it take to do this or, sure. or be that person? Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely not gone. I think just the, I don't know. We live in a really weird, weird circumstance and weird times. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of like, right, so this is <clears throat> random and popped in my head uh-huh. with, uh, on that note. Um, there was a video going around the other day of a guy. I don't know where he was up in Canada, somewhere, somewhere up North. And, uh, it, it looked like they were in a garden, kind of like what you built kind of uh-huh. like enclosed. Yeah. And you don't see him on the camera, but you can hear him. But allegedly his wife and daughter were there with him. And there's obviously a bear coming through the door. Cause you can hear him all yelling at the bear. And, uh, wherever his family's doing, I don't know, but you know, he starts getting real, you know, flamboyant because the bear is coming through the door. <clears throat> the bear comes through the door and, and like is coming up to him and he punches that bear in the head this whole time he's yelling at this bear. And as soon as that bear gets punched in the head, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> and it, it runs out of there and takes off. No and shit. The bear and then, uh, he grabs a shovel and it came back a couple times and, and ran back off. And that was just kind of one of those, um, like kind of just ranting now, but that's, no, 
one of those like kind of masculine like dad moments sure because like nobody trains to punch a bear in the (laughs) head but like it's just one of those things like right well i so for me um i guess the uh the the closest one fortunately you know i've never really had any you know super duper serious thing but there was a moment several years ago the doorbell rang middle of the night and you know there's there was a ended up being a few people out there but anyway long story short there was a split second you know when when i first hear it and i first kind of get an idea what's going on that you hesitate because i guess my instinct you know at at this point in my life this was you know years ago i think my daughter was still a baby so i don't know eight seven eight years ago yeah and uh it's like oh dad's gonna go handle it and then it's like oh shit Oh shit! That's I'm me, done. Right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so then it's like, well, I guess time to to go. And uh, that was that was my first, you know, moment of of like that. Like, oh, there's no one coming to save you. So I guess it's you know, I'm the one. And then it's it's been different ever since then. I've always been real conscious of that moment because I think that was the. I might have had other stuff like that before. You know, I mean, I've scuffled with people and been in arguments, things like that. But I think that was the first one where it was really like oh wow i have to figure this thing out right so like now what what who did you who was at your door like so uh it was a lady in a bathrobe blonde lady and uh what she just had rang the doorbell and we have have cameras on our house and so we've seen her through the camera and when she saw the camera you know she looked up saw the camera you could just see her facial expression just went from like a little bit more relaxed to very serious. And then she looked down for like the next three or four seconds and then kind of took a couple steps back and walked back. Well, there was a car parked in front of my barn and there was three or four other people in the, in the car. Right. But when you rewind the camera footage, they came down my driveway and this is like 1130 at night, right. night um, with their lights off. And then, you know, parked over in front of my metal building, which is, you know, I'm, I don't know, 20, 30 yards from the front door of my house, maybe a little further. I don't know. Sure. You know, out where you can't see them. And then when she got in the car, you could kind of hear them all saying stuff. And then they backed out of my driveway with the lights off. You never, never found out. No, you know, um, I went out there after they were a little ways down my driveway, you know, with the, the gun and stuff, you know, just. I don't know, probably shouldn't even have done that, but um Yeah, I would have done the same. Well, so anyway, my thought in and who knows, maybe I'm wrong, but but this had been going on at the time. I remember, you know, the whole kind of home invasion thing. It's somebody shows up and this is hence, you know, she's in a bathrobe. Yeah. Hey, my dog's lost, my car broke down. Can I use your phone? Can I use the restroom? You know, just whatever the sob story is gonna be. And then you're like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know, and leave the door open. And then you let him in. And once you let him in, yeah, the four dudes come out of the car and now you're screwed. Right. Sure. And you take all your shit and they leave. Yeah. That seems, that's really, so I, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know, but, but that's been a thing, you know, out, out kind of where I'm at too. The other one is, hasn't really involved interactions with people, but like, you know, if I'm out mowing and right, I got land, mm. a lot of times people leave their, their building or their garage open while they're mowing. People just drive up and, take all their shit and by the time you get the mower back to the garage or run back to the garage you know, they've already made off with you know a toolbox or right, whatever else right 
it's funny. It's we that happened to us. Like, not that what you just said about the people stealing shit, but like someone coming to your house in the middle of the night. It was like, I don't know, probably two weeks ago, three a.m. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Because yeah. we have this. I think yeah, we have the same camera as you. Actually, yeah, that's why I bought those cameras because you uh, told me about it. Anyway, <clears throat> like three, and we keep our bedroom door closed at night. Um, just I don't know why we do, but and these two ladies came and rang the doorbell at 3 a.m. And I, I didn't hear him. Luckily I didn't hear him. Cause I'd have been so pissed off. That would have woke me up because I wake up at, you know, four 30 to go to work. So that three 30 is crucial time to sleep. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and, uh, anyways, I, I, you know, the next day I looked at him on the camera and they're like, answer the door, bitch. <laughs> they had to be drunk. Like, what are you, why are you going to find us? Yeah. And, and we live in a neighborhood, not out in the country like you. And, so I guess it's I guess more something like that's more apt to happen I guess, <clears throat> but yeah I was like what the fuck I'd have been very mad because I keep guns in my bedroom you know in case a situation yep. were to arise and I can I'm like and and what's crazy is they I mean we, our door was locked but they reached and they tried going just going right inside and it's like yeah that's not acceptable you know that's people do die because of that right there oh yeah like here recently <clears throat> yeah yeah. Of, uh, yeah the kid getting shot in the driveway yeah. over a soccer ball and then the girl that drove to the, the wrong house yeah Same kind of deal you know yeah, yeah. i mean especially 3 a.m and you actually don't it's not like a knock on the door or anything i mean they first they walked up and tried opening the door like you could hear the door handle jiggle and see him reach for it then it didn't open because it was obviously locked I'm thinking, like, what if I accidentally would have left that unlocked? I generally don't. I always try to check that stuff before I go to bed. But, you know, what happens if I would have left it unlocked for whatever re- crazy reason? They came in my house. Like, and someone came in my house at 3 a.m. I don't care who you are. Like, you're probably bullets are flying your way. I mean, that's, you know, something we always right, yeah. we always talk about and think about. Like, holy shit. Yeah, that's actually the second time that's happened. One time it was during the day, and it was family at this point. And I want to say family, it's loose family like through marriage my wife's stepdad's parents just yeah. came over one day i think to bring my son like a maybe like an easter gift or something i can't remember but yeah on the camera they just walk up didn't even try knocking on the door they just try to open the door and come on inside and it's like what who does that who does that yeah and like even if you're older and i guess you would think that was acceptable like we don't live in mulberry you just don't come inside someone's house Right. Uh, seems seems crazy, but I don't know. I guess when you get old, maybe you just forget about that stuff. It's that was wild. Wife showed wife sent me the video because I was at work and didn't see it. And she's like, they tried coming inside, didn't even like ring the doorbell. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> but anywho, what else been going on with you? Oh, uh, I've been working out a lot here uh, the last several months yeah and other other than that just work pretty much yeah the other day you said you're talking about your vo2 max thing from your apple watch and right yeah and what'd you say your number was because i looked at mine and i was like oh shit <laughs> i need to i need to I work was, out <laughs> i was a 44 which just barely puts me in the category of, of above average so you know the equivalent of a shredded greek god at that point Absolutely, man. I, I understand. See, that's but funny. no, I don't know. I, I was just thumbing through it because I've I've actually seen that before on the watch and, and yeah. looked at it. And, you know, it just basically tells you that you're fat and you need to do more. Like, you know, I don't know how useful it is. It's supposedly it's like a measure of your ability to use oxygen, right? 
Mm-hmm. I think is I think is what it said. Um, well, well, apparently mine's really low, like thirty four. <laughs> that's been kind of my addiction <laughs> here recently. Is yeah, is working out. I think I'm finally in a spot where I'm, I enjoy it and I kind of look forward to it. And, yeah, and uh, at least have a full fast, you know, once a week if I can. And I need to uh, need to get be like, less of a fat ass. Sure, I want to do the same kind of thing you did in in your garage. You know, just like a that fold away squat rack bench deal. Get some dumbbells and. uh you know, like at least then. Is, uh, hmm, I think you uh, Jack's jocks, like the the adjustable dumbbells. Those are nice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I want to do something. I didn't. I mean, I guess my thing right now is, and you know, if you're listening, to like you know, true guys who work out, like you always make time. And I used to be like that, but it's like, man, if, the fact of the matter is, like now yeah. I work, I work twelve hours a day. I get home. I still got a thousand projects I'm trying to do. I I still haven't finished the basement. I mean, it's it's down to just trim on around the doors yeah. and doorknobs, and then some of the baseboard trim, and then I got to do the bar uh, countertops. So I'm very close to being finished. But it's like now that it's nice outside, I'm, I'm building the garden, and then I want to build some shelves in my shed, and then I got to mow. <clears throat> it's like, yeah, you know, I don't. Uh, uh, what is this? Are you getting an error that says you're running out of time? Uh, not yet. Oh shit! Yeah, nine minutes and fifty seconds. Wow, that's uh... trying to charge you. How long we've we been talking? Uh, not even half an hour. I guess <laughs> we we can always, I guess, cancel it and split it up. Yeah, yeah. split it up. But uh, I'm surprised Apple hasn't done something with FaceTime. You know, we should try that again. We did try it that one time. I don't. I don't think we. Could. So, what were you doing? Just FaceTime and then trying to screen grab and then marry the audio yeah, a bit later. Or? And that wouldn't work. Yeah, but now because I got the board, so like right now I'm not recording through Zoom. It it records like your USB. You're like a second microphone, mm-hmm. and it's recording that into the board. So theoretically, can you, can you use Teams or do you have to have an Office subscription to use Teams? Because you could record a Teams meeting too, right? We could, yeah. I mean, we and you could both use Teams. We both have access to it from work, so I mean, right? We right, could, we yeah. could just set up a meeting like we were working. I just a thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think FaceTime would. I mean, FaceTime theoretically should. We could try it one time. Like it should work through the board, like I'm recording right now. Like I said, I'm not recording in via Zoom like we have done in the past. You're just a second microphone coming through the internet, and I'm directly powered into the board with my microphone, so. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I'm really surprised Apple hasn't kind of gone that meeting style deal, you know, because I mean, mm-hmm. zoom kind of like, you know, especially during like the pandemic zoom, like took off like crazy. And then, you know, Microsoft, I mean, teams is, they I realized guess, they fucked up and now they're like, Oh shit, we should have been charging people money for all this time. Yeah. Right. Cause I guess there was Skype before, you know, uh, teams, but yeah. I mean, it's all owned by Microsoft, and yeah, now it's like Teams is is the thing, you know. But anywho, no, but back to working out. I mean, that's I want to I want to get you know basically your same setup you have, and that way I can you know eventually I get some of these projects, you know, because there's going to come a time where I mean my projects going to be mowing the lawn a couple times a week because I run out of everything yeah. to do, and 
So in that time, like, you know, you get home, you know, I take, you know, put some athletic shorts on, go in the gym or go in the, in the garage and work out for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And even that's, you know, something. And I used to work out like crazy back in the day. Yeah. And I, I remember I used to, it does get addicting once you get, start doing it. And like, that's what you start doing. It's like, man, right. Then you want to eat healthy. Then you want to like, you start feeling good. And it's, I need to cut out sugar again. That's my thing, man. Sugar is my fucking downfall. Like. I, yeah, I agree. I got a hell of a sweet tooth. I've been, I've been just really trying to. I don't know. I I like meat, so I've I've just been trying. To, I don't want to say carnivore, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely, you know, if I'm hungry or like if I fasted most of the day or something like that. I mean, a lot of times I'll just have like a pound of hamburger, right? sure, With some seasoning. Yeah, if I'm getting adventurous, mm-hmm. an egg or some cheese or something. Yeah. And just have that and it's filling. And, you know, it doesn't really solve the sweet tooth thing. I mean, there's definitely a lot of times that I'm like, ah, I'm going to eat a candy bar or yeah, that, that, pick through the daughter's leftover Easter candy or something uh, like that. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I've been trying to walk more at work and then work out enough to where, you know, I can have a little sweet snack. You know, I don't want to say once in a while, I'd say it's a little bit more regular than that, but it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I got to say mine's way too regular. I'll be like, you know, I, I really think I deserve some sugar. It's been half an hour, you know, I mean, not quite that bad, but yeah. you know, I mean, I'm so bad about sugar. Like, hey, and I've done the meat thing before and I love meat and I don't know, man, that sugar is so addicting. That's the thing is they say it's more addicting than like cocaine and it stuff. Is. And it is so, I get it. I'll be at work and I'll be like, man, I just want to get some candy. Then I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. I don't need no damn candy, but it's like, I just, I want it. I'm sitting there at my desk. I'm working, you know, typing away doing whatever I do. And it's like, man, I can really, and there's like a damn in my building, little cafeteria type thing, a little, little convenience store, whatever you want to call it. Like you go in there and so like, you know, electronic kiosk, there's all kinds of candy and just grab it and deep use your card. Hell the Apple watch click, click right. beep. And it's like, oh, it's so convenient. They're like, man. Yep. Yeah. They know what they were doing when they set that damn thing up, <clears throat> making money from oh, yeah. fatties like me. All right. Do you want to stop this thing? And then, Start another one? Yeah, quick? sure. Okay, we'll just cancel this one, then I'll just yeah. let the... I'll see another invite here in just a minute, then. Is it going to work? Is it going to work? I think so. Oh, yeah, there we are. It's. I didn't realize you have, like, a, a still frame picture of you. It was I like, noted. Was it doing that last time? Yeah. Is it theirs? This time, I don't think it asked me about... Oh, here it is. The video was stopped. Now you start oh, because I was like, is that at work? <laughs> it has to be. It says it's going. Uh, no, almost. I don't know. Hey, there okay. it is. Okay. So, world of politics, you got anything besides? So, um, Ukraine war, I guess the where that's at, there's a, you know, basically destroyed, ruinous city called Bakhmut. Mm-hmm. They've been fighting in the Russian Wagner army, which is like a private army, you know, mercenary army in Russia, is threatening to withdraw because they say the Russians aren't giving them enough ammo and they're just getting slaughtered, so they're going to bail. And then, um, you know, Ukraine, depending on who you believe, is doing really well. They're getting, you know, tons of dudes are dying. You know, it's a sure. World War II style slaughter fest. Um. Ukraine's supposed to have their big counteroffensive here in the next couple of weeks. They trained a whole bunch of dudes over in England and France, I presume, or Germany or something. I'm sure we've so, given them more money. But, 
Yeah. The uh, other big one, I guess, politically for me, the main highlight, I would say, has been Robert Kennedy Jr. I don't know if you've followed much of that. No. Announced he's going to run as a Democrat in 2024. And he definitely has a lot of things about him that I don't like. Sure. You know, like his views on guns, for example, would be a big one and things like that. But, man, when it comes to, like, the deep state and the CIA and the the COVID stuff and um, wokeism, the dude is spitting fire. Yeah. And, you know, the Democrats already said they're not going to do a presidential debate, right? It's just going to be Biden. And, dude, that's <laughs> why. Because yeah. I don't care if Kennedy's voice is shot because he's got some, you know, problem with his vocal cords. But um, if that guy continues and, and gets any meaningful airtime, he's going to ultimately red pill so many people that would otherwise be just completely closed off from that, that it's, it's right. going to just be crazy. I haven't followed it too much, but I mean, yeah, there's obviously, it sounds like he's a, I mean, like, you know, Trump on the democratic side. And, uh, obviously that's a big, uh, a big bad thing for the establishment folks, because, you know, you know, what's, what's crazy about that is, uh, to say he's Trump on the Democrat side, he, he's basically kind of, uh, what a Democrat or a liberal in the nineties would have been right. Kind of anti-CIA, anti-security state, you know, the FBI is out of control, you know, big pharma and and corporations are all bad and they're screwing the American people. Like that's all kind of what a good Democrat was for a long time. Right. Very much against the kind of corporate power structure that we have. And now it's the Democrats have, they are more corporatists than the Republicans are. And the uh-huh. Republicans were always the, the, you know, the Mitch McConnell party and man, the Democrats are beating them at their own game in that regard. And yeah, it's, it's weird to see. It's weird to hear stuff like that. Cause I, I totally get it. Yeah. He's absolutely kind of potentially a, a Trump figure for the Democrat party. But when you really think about it, it's like, no, no, he's, he's just kind of a normal Democrat. He's a classical liberal. Right. Years ago, yeah. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't even say classical liberal anymore. He's a classical Democrat. <laughs> it's just funny. It just goes to show you how much the political spectrum, I guess, has slid so far to the left. Well, you know, it's it's that whole everything is just always marches toward you know, the the machine, right? It's, it's mm. it really is the uniparty, yeah. right? You know, if you're just voting for the run of the mill Republican or the run of the mill Democrat, short term there might be some menial differences, but long term it's the same people yeah well you know i saw so i was talking about earlier about that uh that book about the federal reserve and you know yeah like all these people want to stay in power for a reason and like it's the same mm-hmm. like and i think you brought it up the other day and it's like this it's like that same family that same you know lineage or whatever same bloodline that always stays in power just kind of goes on and on and there's there's a reason why you know that's why you know obama and george bush are actually related because that they all those people want to stay in power they they have they have to stay in power you know it's just kind of how history always has been. Then you got someone like Trump, right. or, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr. comes in and, oh shit, this guy's not good for uh, us. So, you know, here we are. That's why we see how things, I guess, the way they are nowadays with the uh, political climate in the United States. I don't know. I would, I would, I would suspect like eventually, if especially somebody like him, if he red pills a bunch of Democrats. I mean, what eventually happens? Like, is there some sort of uprising? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And. A lot of guys that like gets into the like kind of what we were talking about earlier about um, you know the homesteading thing in just mm-hmm. kind of the terms of there's still a lot of people out there that crave that 
uh, I don't know, you know, is, is it really that they're pushing so hard because they're in power and, and they're going to win and they're running to the finish line or are they pushing so hard because they're kind of a cornered animal at this point, because there's no, there's no future momentum. And, and mm-hmm. at some point I wonder if that's the truth because Who's their up and coming leader? Like, like for all the woke crap we deal with, you know, that's pushed on us by kind of faceless corporations. Now, honestly, at any point, there's no, sure, there's no real political leadership. There, there's no person who's who's doing that. I mean, what are you going to argue, Joe Biden? I mean, uh, actually, recently. best case, you get you get a couple more years of a dude who's in his eighties, and he's he's been a politician since the flipping seventies. Oh, I mean, you know, that's so all he's long. ever done. So. I recently heard that Big Mike, Michelle Obama, would be the next. Um, yeah. And I yeah. was like, what? But, like, but, and people I mean, are like, I oh, know, yeah. I know, like, I, know, I know the young generation, the uh, the Zoomers, right? The Gen Z. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a crusty, crotchety old man when it comes to them because, you know, I've been around. <laughs> yeah, look at us, you know. Um, yeah, to, to job fairs. Or, so we went out uh, a week or so ago and – we went to a you know and a dance club or or whatever which we hadn't done oh good in Lord. years and so it was a lot of that crowd and uh, it was like <laughs> you felt so old didn't you <laughs> but, it, but i don't remember it being i mean <clears throat> i'm sure everybody ever says this because this could sound such like a bad stereotype but just looking around at like the kids and in and, and the way a lot of them were dressed i mean it was like the same haircut when all the guys, right? The same shoes, the sure. same, sh- the same demeanor. Like it was just the same. And I'm sure some of that is my crusty old man goggles kicking in like these fucking kids, but dude, it's worse than it was. Cause I remember <laughs> going to these places in this same damn place when I was in my early twenties and it was not sure. that extreme. And like when I go have done, you know, some, some job fairs and stuff, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was, you know, just as much of a jackass as anybody else who was ever 22 years old or something like that. But in that kind of a setting, it was like, I mean, I, I would wear a shirt with a collar and a clean pair of blue jeans, right? Like yeah. bare minimum stuff. Right? And now it's like, that shit's out the window. Oh, you know, it lucky is. Lucky that they got clothes on. If we're Don't talk- even talk about yeah. combing your hair or something. If we're talking job interviews, that, yeah, it is so bad. It's And it's been a minute since I've done an interview. Oh, it's, yeah. But like. I used to be, you know, you overdress for the job that you want, not the job you want mm-hmm. or the job you have, but the job you want. Sorry. And mm-hmm. I mean, even for like a, like what the line of work we do, like for your basic mechanic, like you'd have guys coming in wearing like dress shirts and slacks. And nowadays, man, yep, they're like, it, you'll be lucky if they have a shirt that doesn't have holes in it. And it's like, right. I don't want to hire you. Like if you can't take enough pride, like that little ounce of pride to sure. throw a freaking polo on. Like I, I don't want you working for me because if you can't take a little pride right. in, in the way you look and everything, then I, what are you going to do to, you know, the product we build? Like, I just, you know, I wonder uh, how much like, you know, internet and media and just the way things are now is, um, I, I don't know, you know, the whole autism spectrum thing. I don't want to just say like, everybody's autistic, but in reality are all humans a little bit autistic in different ways. And so when we put ourselves in an environment where we have, media and all these social pressures all the time does it make that stuff get expressed more than maybe it otherwise would right because in a world without those things 
Sure. You kind of have to learn more to adapt to kind of, I need to wear a nice shirt when I go here. I need to, even if I talk a certain way among my friends, I know that in this setting, I need to do this. And it's not because you're not being yourself. It's because there's something I want and these are the things I have to do to get what I want. Right. So it's what I'm going to do. Right. It can be totally selfish like that, but it's still the formal process. And I wonder if now they just, they don't have to think about stuff. Because even like when we were kids, you know, if you were going to play multiplayer on a video game, you had four controllers hooked up to the actual thing and you sat by each other. Or you had a couple of Xboxes and a couple of TVs, but there were still mm. eight or ten of you in a room. Sure. Right? Now it's it's just you're alone in a dark room, you know, on the internet, or it's, you know, in... in it's um, that, that disconnect from uh, so, humans. Yeah. I, my, my rant here would, would go towards... Uh, Pornography. And, and when I say pornography, I'm not even going to talk about like porn. I, I would say more Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you know, and, and for me in that regard, it's Twitter because I like reading is my preferred medium of sure. digesting information. Sure. But uh, for a lot of people, it's TikTok and Instagram, you know, because pictures and emotion and, you know, all that other stuff that's part of it. Right. And it, it numbs you, right? Because you're constantly looking for that. Well, yeah, I was going to say. That it, seven second yeah, hit. It desen- right? desensitizes you, just like actual porn does for people that mm-hmm. that watch porn. They're addicted to porn. Like the It desensitizes people towards actual you know, intimacy and sex and just right. how you feel towards other people. I mean, it, actually, we've, you know, there's tons of studies out there nowadays like, nowadays. like young guys are like watching porn at way too early of an age. And they're like expecting, you know, like in, in porn's always, you know, it's like that next thing, that next thing. Like the you know go yeah. from like just regular sex i guess to like you know choking to like rape sex you know and like all you know like there's all those weird ass fucking uh uh categories and stuff out mm-hmm. there and and these young guys think that's okay and they meet a girl and then they treat her like shit and it's like they've been desensitized to what the real thing should be so yeah social media is doing the same thing for just human interaction with each other in like a day to day so I, ex- I get exactly what you're saying right yeah and i and it you know, numbs you so much to the real world that you don't know how to act. So everything yeah. just becomes, how can I make my real world fit into this model? But that model only applies to like your social interactions or a social way you want to be seen. Hence the way everybody acts or dances or dresses at like a club or mm. you know, the, everybody's rocking the Pat Mahomes haircut, you know, whatever it is. Everybody. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's so, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> But they don't know how to act in situations like the job interview because that social pressure world doesn't have anything to do with that. So, so those kind of skills are just out the window, right? Uh-huh. But then, you know, <clears throat> anxiety. Everybody has anxiety nowadays. Everybody has fucking anxiety. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I just, I can't, I can't go out and talk with people because anxiety. And it's like, well, maybe because you don't talk with people ever unless it's on the internet. Right. I mean, there's... I think one thing our modern cultures do that's really bad is uh there's such a focus on you know be happy you know or or the gratification in really mm-hmm. none of the human emotions are bad like it's okay to be sad sometimes it's okay to be depressed sometimes it's okay to be angry sometimes like that's these are not sure none of these things are bad like they can be entirely appropriate for the situation that you're in anxiety is a good thing because what do you do when you're anxious, right? You start thinking about scenarios and what if, and what if, what if, mm-hmm. and it's good. It is a good thing to run through those scenarios to try to make yourself plan for stuff. It's when you let them steamroll you 
is the issue. And I think a lot of that is kind of the, you know, our society kind of frowns on people who, you know, take those kind of risky action, right? It's all just, you know, sit back and consume your pornography. Sure. No, I understand what you're saying. <clears throat> I think we cater to too much of that nowadays too. You know, the, uh, Oh, it, you know, it, it goes to how just we are as like a society of feel sorry for the, everybody and, you know, mental illness. And I get mental illness is a, is an actual thing, but I think we have yeah. taken it too far to the other end. Like, you know, PTSD, it's a, it's a real thing and people are really fucked up by it. And, you know, those people need to talk about how they feel and they need to get help. But then it's like, we've went to the whole nother extreme and it's like, you know, now we have mental health days and this and that. And it's like, holy fuck. Like, just let's be honest. Yeah. Mental health days. No, you just want to be, you want, you want to be lazy, not come to work. Mental health day. I mean, I want a mental fuck. health day though. Fuck me too. I work fucking 80 <laughs> hours a week and work every day. I'm working tomorrow yeah. and tomorrow is Saturday. I mean, I don't know. And maybe just cause we're crusty old bastards, but it's like that whole new culture. And, and, and I see this at work bad with all these young guys and, it's it's crazy. I was thinking about it today because you know there there's eighteen nineteen year olds that are working there now, and I'm thirty five, and I'm like, holy shit! Like I'm almost, yeah. I mean, I'm, that's how I felt the yeah. last job <laughs> I went to was like, holy shit! I'm the crusty old stereotype yeah. guy, and I'm, I'm yeah. it's like I'm thirty five. I'm not old. Yeah, and it's yeah. But I don't know. Like it's the things are a lot different, you know, than our generation and, and previous generations compared to. And I don't know if every generation says this, but I, I guess it's just the world, how, how so things are. I, I, so I know a guy who runs a uh, a big charity for troubled boys in particular. Uh-huh. And and so he has a, a big ranch and he, you know, um, they mentor mostly boys who grow up without dads that, that get into trouble and, and, sure. and have issues and, you know, behavior problems and things like that. And I was talking to him about this you know, what's going on. Cause he's been doing this, his kind of work for his whole life, basically. Right. right, he's, right. You know, he's in his sixties now still doing it. And, uh, I, I, I was talking to him about this same conversation and he said, no, you're absolutely right. He said, you know, something has, has definitely changed. I see it even out there at the ranch, you know, this, this newest generation that's coming up is just unlike anything else that's come before. And, you know, so that the internet stuff, you know, all the things we're talking about, we're probably just barely scratching the surface. It's a very complicated thing to unpack. And I think it's just people, humans, we don't, we don't even know what effect all this data stuff and exposure to all these things all at once is going to have on us, but mm-hmm. you know, and we're just running with it. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think the internet's a great thing. Obviously I think we're going to see more worse that comes from it before it's, I guess not. I don't want to say the internet, but like the the accessibility to information so quick and so fast. You know, it's you know what's it, what's funny is uh, I was talking to my wife the other day about similar thing, and there was a uh, it might even have been Dave Smith, but it was just saying you know what if you went back in time and there's you know some old Viking guy or something you know and you and you were just discussing your different points in in time and you know you'd look at the modern human and be you have access to the entirety of all the knowledge of all of human history. There's nothing you couldn't learn or get access to, whether it's, you know, nuclear physics to, you know, any kind of philosophy, but what do you end up doing with it? You know, sure. Pornography, you know, 
whatever gets that dope that dopamine Instagram yeah vanity stuff you know yeah it's that dopamine and serotonin yeah Yeah. exactly yeah that's pretty interesting yeah it's it's all there but most people don't use it for what it could be used for right yeah yep I think, and I know who you know. It's and we're talking about this generation and how bad it is. Think about the next next generation coming up. Then, I mean, because this right. generation well, now, you I know, guess, yeah, I guess the hope would be, well, maybe they're used to it and this shit kind of works itself out. But yeah, I, I don't really have a lot of faith in that either. Because you know, when you look at like kids' cartoons now, and you see kind of all the alphabet brigade stuff that's shoved into it, it's just like another layer. It's like, oh, great, yep. we're taking all the things that are the most questionable and that's what's dominating things you know that's one thing too that i just can't fucking understand is that whole it's like that slippery slope thing it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse not the transgender thing is just a lot man like holy shit it's, like, it's not even that anymore it's like yeah. the the normalization of pedophilia you're not even allowed to call them pedophiles anymore i mean they're what right. they, they're minor you know, attracted we've, persons we've or whatever the so far fuck. With, uh, this kind of victim culture crap i think you know what everybody misses is even if the ideals that you, you you believe in are things that are unattainable or they're really hard or they're impossible or everybody would be a hypocrite if they tried to claim it, uh-huh. that's still the thing you put out there, right? Because that's the that's the prize that everybody should focus on, even if it's not achievable. And you know, I'm Christian, so for me, that the the the, the example of that is a, a person like Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever live up to be what he was right but that doesn't mean you don't try sure right well now we're in a world where the culture doesn't even tell you to try it just says oh you're a victim and people have to treat you special because of your victim status right if anything doesn't go your way just say that you're a victim it's it's like the antithesis of the whole you know kind of pick up your cross and carry it right like oh uh-huh. shit's not working out for you you better suck it up buttercup because you know you need to muscle through it and you know I, I would even i don't know i'm just kind of ranting now maybe this is no. not the right way to look at it but i would even argue some of the the ptsd stuff you hear about now you know like my grandfather was you know world war ii and i've known other people and things like that and you you never really it's not that it didn't exist right because it did sure but it was just the culture around all that stuff was, was different and the expectations were different and it was just, I don't know. Well, like you it, know, go, it hear, goes just, back to picking yourself by the bootstraps and just fucking driving on, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. carrying, carrying your cross, like you have to try and the victim culture, the victim mentality is really killing things because it's like, well, you didn't do this. You didn't do this to yourself. You're, you're, you're actually the victim here. So we're going to feel sorry for you. Just, you know, we will take care of you. So people just sit back and then expect it in return. And it's just this thing that just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs. And not everybody's a victim for fucking everything. And then real victims for actually real, you know, things is not, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's all just blah now. So, yeah, I think people realize too, or don't realize that the victim stuff, it kind of keeps them in a spot where maybe they shouldn't be, you know, because sure. the stuff that now somebody does something and they fail. Oh, well now I just have to cry victim because I failed. And so I'm just right. going to stay here and whine about how I failed. and how it's all somebody else's fault. Whereas in the past they might've said, maybe this isn't for me or maybe it's not going to go my way. Even if there is other people, you know, discriminating or whatever. So I need to go try this other thing that will work. Mm-hmm. And, and they would go off and do that. Well, now that motivation is gone. So now it's just, I'm going to sit in place 
nothing is going to work and I'm just going to cry about it. And that's where we are. And then you know, there's, there's yeah. no like, I have to figure something out. Yeah, I hate this. It sucks. This situation sucks, but I need to do something. So I have to try something else. Now I got to try something else. Nobody's trying anything else anymore. It's just wham. Well, because back Didn't then. Didn't go my way. Wham. Yeah, back then you had to try new things to actually succeed. Like if you were just stuck and, you know, well, all right, I got to figure it out. We got to go. You know, nowadays it's like if, if you're the victim, well, here we're going to cater to you and then give you everything you need. Right. And then the people are like, well, fuck, I just be a victim and then I get this. And then, you know, it's with everything. It's, I don't know. It's going to be, I guess it kind of all ties back into like the socialism thing, you know, and like that whole communism culture of, you know, everybody's equal and, you know, people are just yeah. kind of start getting stagnant and then nobody's doing anything to contribute to anything because everybody's victims is this point. And the rich, the rich, rich are the ones, you know, they're the bad guys. And, you know, they, they rob this money from you. You know, you deserve your equal share, even though you haven't done anything to fucking try to get that equal share. Not to say rich right. people are fucking innocent by any means, because there's a lot of them that they're just daddy's money. And hell, even some of them, mm-hmm. like these rich bankers and stuff, that's it's our money. But it's, it's the fact of, you know, that just that victim, like, you know, I don't know. Since the beginning of times, there's been people that have been getting ahead, and there's been people that have been at the bottom. And if you want to try to get to the top, you got to fucking try. Sitting around is not going right. to get you anywhere. If we were fucking cavemen, you would have died by now. So, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Well, I guess we've been at it for about an hour, and i got to get to bed here pretty soon, because i got to be up in, uh, I don't know, about five hours or so. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we could probably start trying to do this more often if you want to. I mean... No, yeah, probably. I, I think even uh, weekday nights would be good. Yeah, I'm, you know, just whenever I, I can stay up till, well, what's it now? Eleven. Eleven might be a little late during the week, but yeah. nine to ten, eight to nine, eight to ten, something like that. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I don't usually go to bed till ten o'clock during the week, so, um, yeah, we can jump on. Even if it's a thirty-minute deal, bang something out. Yeah. So, all right, all right, man. Well, I guess that wraps it up for tonight. Sounds good. All right, man. Talk to you later. Yep. See you. Yeah.